Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome our guest, strong and powerful Robert Overbeck. Robert, are you ready to do this? Hundred percent. All right, let's 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 go. Robert is the founder of the Adaptable Adaptable Mindset Program. He's empowering people to develop their own adaptable mindsets and develop mental flexibility. Again, excited to have you on, Robert. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Yeah, so this is Robert from the Adaptable Mindset Program. And uh, yeah, we help people to develop, you guessed it, adaptability, a little bit of mental space as well. And you could say to live maybe some more inspired lives again. Um, and a little bit about me. So what has always driven me is like doing new things, finding fresh perspectives, exploring things like virtual worlds, phys- physical worlds. Um, but also to empower people and to bring people on that journey. So you could say that my life has been, in a sense, defined by that. Um, So I created art as well. So I have different roles in life. Uh, In my art career, I exhibited all over the world, even at the Centre Pompidou, which is like, you could say, yeah, one of the more famous museums in the world. And I was also allowed to help large companies, like large organizations to transform, to become more digitally oriented, to become customer centric, companies like Heineken and Vodafone. And uh, I even founded a few companies myself and some of these are still running. So that's pretty cool. Uh, So you could say that I always love change, right? Doing new things, trying to improve the world a bit. But I noticed that when working with these larger organizations, uh, so these large corporates, but also you could say with uh, with the universities, worked with them as well, that uh, something else was happening there. That first that, you know, when you come up with a new idea, that change always first meets resistance. That's sort of what I started to notice, that there's little openness to new ideas, which is in a sense a natural thing. You know, your brain tries to protect you from change as change can bring you into risk, right? That is what we get from our from our yeah, ancient ancestors. Um, but the paradoxical thing there is being open to change, being able to adapt is like your recipe for a happy and meaningful life. So uh, that's a pretty shitty situation if your brain is trying to protect you. Uh, but at the same time, it would be more beneficial to be open to it and be able to find fresh perspectives. Um, so yeah, so we, we found out that if you're not actively working on expanding your frame of mind, it turns out you're actively working on narrowing your frame of mind. Just because when you get older, you know, you get less impulses, uh, your social circle is smaller. And in, after a while, people sort of lose their, their adaptability, their ability to, to evolve. And we saw that also mainly within these large organizations. And we found a few things which sort of, um, yeah, m- made it that, that that was was the situation, that there's just too much stress in the world, right? People experience too much stress. And that's one thing. And when your brain experiences stress, when it's severe stress, it can be 80% less efficient. So, yeah, good luck coming up with new perspectives, new ideas and adapt in, in that way. Um, we also saw that people at work lead these, uh, yeah, not so fulfilling lives, you know, quite meaningless. Uh, there's this recent um, data point from the U.S. in America. There are people, uh, 17%, 17, like one seven percent of people get meaning out of their work. Hmm. 
that's horrendous, right? It's 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 almost almost criminal. Uh, and then we have our social media. If you're not able to uh, take a distance from it as well, you know, it can drag you in into their algorithm and give you more of the same, more of what you already like. And then, yeah, it, it can narrow your mind. Uh, so there are all of these things that, yeah, sort of um, in, in our environment around us, which narrow our mind. And sort of I kept getting the idea that like we, what we call the developed countries, like the developed world, in the Western world, uh, we think we are developed, but maybe we we really are not. You know how we take care of our mind, our consciousness, how we work with each other. You know, it's you could say it's in a deplorable state that we can't find these different perspectives, can't find this openness. And um, yeah, in my personal life uh, and with with working with these large organizations, there were people saying to me. Uh, Rob, I wouldn't mind breaking my leg so I could be sitting at home for three months. It's like <laughs> this kind of insanity, man. My, or students came to me and they said, uh, hey, what kind of education should I do? And well, if you're a bit informed, then you know that most of, most of the things that kids learn on school is already outdated when they leave school. Um, so what you learn on school is to be compliant and learn things which are no longer relevant, you know, so you sort of lose your autonomy. So. Yeah, we figured, wow, it's uh, pretty much a shit show, you know, how we <laughs> haven't developed the capabilities and the uh, and the abilities to, you know, deal with stress, find meaning again, connect with our inspiration. And that's why we started the Adaptable Mindset program, you know, to help people open up, find fresh perspectives, empower them, give them the tools to adapt. And we looked at uh, sort of what has worked for the last couple of thousands of years. And we looked at how that now applies in this current day society and what new things do we need to develop. And uh, and we found out, you know, everyone can get their innate uh, adaptability back. Everyone can empower themselves again to think freely again. Um, but it takes work. You know, it doesn't happen, doesn't happen overnight. It can. You know, you can get this epiphany after you see something. Um, yeah, and that's where we are at now, that we've tried a lot of different things. We've worked with large institutions, innovative schools, and we had 2,000 people go through our online program. And uh, yeah, I think our online program creates like this neural reset. We do group sessions and we help companies to create right, like the right environment for yeah, change, openness to new things. Um, yeah, it's, and it's for us. It's about empowering people, and giving them the space and, and the tools to, uh, yeah, I would say, be a bit more human again. I think that that's great, and it certainly is a a sad thing when you have seventeen percent of people. That's it that are really finding meaning in their work. You've got a lot of people who would prefer to be sitting in the hospital with a broken leg than to be doing whatever they were doing before that. And yeah. you know, here in the United States, we've got millions of open jobs but people just not interested in uh, going and, and filling them so i think it so is so much wasted potential right it's yeah. so unfortunate it's so much unhappiness i was like oh, yeah yeah in a sense people are wasting and not necessarily wasting their lives but it comes close yeah i think it does yeah. is this is this a you know, we we as human beings like to think that that our struggles are are new and and and, and horrible and unique and they are all those things but is this something that, that we've always struggled with? Mm, yeah, good question. I do think that um, like every era has, their, has its own uh, challenges. Uh, and now we have a lot of challenges, I think. You know, with, with our, our media consumption is different. 
Uh, also the news, for example. When was the last time that the news gave you a positive thought? Hmm. It was like never. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe a few journalists do do uh, like like good inve- investigative work, but uh, like mainstream media is m- mainly negative. And then we have our social media. Uh, it, it can be harsh, I think. And like in the old days, you know, pre-internet, where you uh, could just let your mind wander as well and be on your own. Uh, do we still have those moments? And I think these moments are very important, you know, to process the day, to process what you want. But that being said, you know, if you're a 13 year old working in a factory in the industrial age, you know, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. And so we went through a lot of things already and now we just have new challenges. Um, and I think a lot of things that we have came maybe out of a good place, right? Like connecting people, um, making sure that people went to school. That is beautiful, but um, maybe we went a bit too far because maybe you want to take a different route in life, but no, you're forced to go to school. You're forced to, to sit in the, in, in the benches and listen and be compliant. And yeah, maybe now it's a time to uh, do things a bit differently. Same with work. And you see this, you know, the great resignation, you see it already happening and emerging. If you don't take care of your people, you'll have difficulty finding people. And you see also now decentralized autonomous organizations emerging, right? So there's these all of these new movements emerging. I find it fascinating. Yeah, I completely agree. It is a, a time when we are questioning everything and then there's it, everything you just shared is, is, is all happening. Um, I, I spent a good amount of time trying to figure out how to help people live successful happy contented lives in in the modern world and so i'm, I'm excited to, to to learn more about this this process that you've had thousands of people go through uh to get that neural reset to create an environment for change to give them the tools tell us a little bit more about this program yeah uh so yeah it has been uh, an interesting journey course and and we're still building and developing this right so it will probably never be finished mm. and we need everyone's opinions and thoughts on it as well uh, but we de- de- um, define it in i think like six building blocks which are very important you see that most people in life they're sort of lost connection to what they find meaningful lost connection to what inspires them you know who still does the things that you like doing as a kid like drawing going into nature these sort of things so one very important thing is to get inspired again, you know, to follow your curiosity. You are actually allowed to do that. You know? <laughs> and uh, and uh, we, we get messages from people who say, oh, the program gave me the, the feeling that I'm allowed to uh, combine my creative side with my work side. And that's tragic, right? That it wasn't, it wasn't the case before. Mm-hmm. So connect more with that. Connect more with the things that have always driven humanity forward. For an example, for uh, for Elon Musk, he read um, the books from Asimov, which were science fiction. Yeah, some people would even call it pulp. But that gave him, planted the seed in his head that maybe we could get interplanetary uh, space travel, right? And for, and for everyone, it's something different. And else is drawing music. And all of these things, they... Um, they help you in, um, in in getting connected again with uh, with your inspiration and imagination. And uh, the second thing is to create mental space. That is something that uh, a lot of people find difficult as well. 
you know, in a in a world that is constantly distracting us, how to deal with your with your phone, with your push messages, because you notice that when you interact often with technology, I notice, and a lot of people around me notice that you get more shallow thoughts, hmm. um, you know, a little bit more anxiety maybe. So turn everything off, no no push messages, so you can live your own life. Uh, in the morning, try to get a, as much free space as you can get without technology. So you can have your own conscious thoughts and process a day a bit. Uh, these things are all important. At the same time, you can do f- uh, physical things like yoga, meditation, force walks, uh, kickboxing, rock climbing, playing music. Again, all helps in creating space and in yeah, uh, processing the day. And it creates cognitive flexibility as well. Um and then there are um, uh, supportive habits as well that you that you can do. So um, the idea is to to find what works for you, and then in a sense create like um, like a system, a formula to to support you in that. So to make it very concrete, that would be, for example, uh, two two times a week I do yoga, two times a week I go into nature, I hang out with friends two times a week, and uh, three times a week I, I make sure I'm connected to what I find inspiring. So you build a system around you that supports you. Um, And then another aspect that we find important as well is to have technological awareness. Be aware of what kind of stuff is happening in the world because you know, it could sidetrack you and and overtake you uh, in your work. What you're doing could be um, um, like no longer relevant or you could use it to empower yourself. So these are a few things that we found that uh, that really help. And actually, it, it, yeah, it's a combination of all of these things. And you can start wherever you want, wherever you feel the most need, or wherever you feel that your curiosity just naturally pulls you. And start there. And start pulling on that thread and yeah, do more of that. Kind of like a madman, you know, that you're really obsessed with. Yeah, be less obsessed with your with your TikTok and your Facebook and your Instagram feed because people always say, "Yeah, Robert, I don't have the time for that." And then I say, "Can you look at your screen time? You know, how many t- how many hours do you spend on, on what social platform?" And of course, everyone has kids and everyone has a burnout. That that's that's correct. But if you want to get out of it, you do need to you know either get moving, get out of the door, get into action, or get inspired again. These are I think the two basic principles to start with. I think that that's excellent. And that certainly Thanks. resonates and makes a lot of sense to me. It's, it strikes me that we, in a, in, in a sense, need permission to, to do these things. Like you mentioned, the person was like, oh, I didn't even think that I could marry my creativity with, with my professional work. And then just need that nudge of like, hey, George, Rob, you guys need to be paying a little cl- little bit more closer attention, just like what you eat and how you're exercising to your spirit and 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 and, and, and your headspace. Yeah, you need to uh, to make it very uh, concrete and simple. Curate your input. So less of the crap, more of the beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, yeah, start there. Uh, or you could say Mary Kondo your life, but then you need to know Mary Kondo. But uh, you know, I, I think that's the thing. And but the pool of you know our social, our you know, just try watching Netflix and just try watching one episode. 
you know uh, you keep watching it and then suddenly your entire evening is gone mm-hmm. or you're in instagram reels and your entire uh, few hours are gone so it's difficult um but the permission aspect that you mentioned is um is interesting and it, i think it has to do with you know how we're being brought up um, be compliant listen at school and um yeah that you have this idea that there, that you learn for, for just one job and it's also boxed off mm-hmm. you know, what we can learn from and we think you can learn from games from philosophy from nature it doesn't really matter like the other day i saw this um amazing video i'm not a fan of iron maiden but they had this amazing uh, video with it i was like wow that is someone's job like making weird as slayer demons who <laughs> cut off other people's heads but if he likes doing that you know it is possible um yeah or if you want to help people uh, do breathwork sessions or I, I see so many people doing amazing things and uh, the, the other day i read a quote from uh, from jim carrey you know the the famous actor who said that his father he took the um, he took the safe route he did he was very funny maybe he wanted to become like a comedian uh, but he took like this clerk job and this office job and uh, after a few years he got fired and uh, they struggled to get by and that was sort of always his his mode his uh, his default to struggle um, so yeah why not then just struggle in something that you love something that you that you want to do um, but then of course we have the fear of failure uh, but I always think right so the fear of failure often holds us back from doing what we really want so that is also something that you can work on to deal be better able to deal with uncertainty and ambiguity and that is also what we train and the things that we all all the things that we mentioned have that as a secondary effect like uh, strength training for an example or or yoga creates cognitive flexibility strength training makes you less anxious because a strong body is a strong mind so in a sense, it's very easy, you know, just step back. All of the things I say are very logical, but we sort of lost a little bit, yeah, connection to what is logical in the world. And we think that what we're doing now is the right thing just because we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so easy to be carried along sort of by the current. And mm-hmm. to your point, that's we're put into that current when we're little kids and go this way, show up at this time, be here for this long, say this, don't say that kind of a thing. And if we don't ever sort of pick our head up and say, oh, wait a minute, I have a choice to do things differently, well, then we wouldn't because our biology and society keeps us right there. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Well, Robert, the people are ready for that difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, the difference making tip is, uh, you know, you can always start. You can always start connecting again to your inspiration. And maybe today is a good moment to uh, to think of what that is and start doing more of that. And maybe today is also a good idea to um, start working on your cognitive flexibility, like work on your on your body, on your mind, and uh, and keep doing that and see like in a month or so how you're doing because probably you're doing way better than you are now. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on, Robert. Thank thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they learn more about the Adaptive Adaptable Mindset program? Yeah, adaptablemindset.com. You can find uh, everything there. A lot of uh, free content as well, content 
Uh, we've got a masterclass on how to filter the noise, how to create mental space, which is free. And we're now building uh, content on um, how to reduce stress as well um, and how to connect again to what you find uh, meaningful. And there's this online program as well that you can follow. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff to find there. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Robert your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to the uh, go to adaptablemindset.com and check out other great resources. Take advantage of the free course that is on there about creating mental space and everything else. Thanks again, Robert. Good stuff, man. Thanks. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>